Welcome to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel. Hello, everyone. This is Nikki with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I'm so happy that you are here with us today. I am an author, a coach, and a speaker. I'm also the founder of Fulfill Your Legacy. This is a place where I help people deeply partner their life with God. I help them clarify really what their God-given life purpose is and tap into the Trinity so that they are able to get all those things that I know God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit have to offer, and they can reach their goals higher than they ever dreamed possible. That's what I want for you. Where things are impossible for man, we know with God, all things are possible. So let's go ahead and let's get started. So we first need to do this overview for the people that jump on. Sometimes the new ones coming in say, hey, give me an idea of where you're at. They're wondering, you know, maybe I'm starting in the middle of the book. That's exactly what we're doing today. We're in Wise Choices Works. I always like to show everyone, go to my website. You can get the first two chapters for free under free resources, and you can come along with us. But you can just follow this show. I will give you a good idea, and I have been. You can listen to replays. We are in the third section. I'm going to highlight the other so you can get on track with us. But the first section is all about partnering your life with God. It's called I Am His and He Is Mine. And I know that as a life coach, I know that if I can really get people, I do spiritual coaching, if I can get people in a place where they're knowing that they're not doing this life alone. They've got God, they've got help, it's all good. That's what I want for people. The next thing, the next section then, is perfectly imperfect. And we've had so much fun going over Perfectly Imperfect. I cannot believe how many people have emailed me for help and questions in this section. But in Perfectly Imperfect, we look at what are some of our past setbacks? You know, what are some things that hold us back, make us think that we're not either capable of moving forward, we don't have the skills, we've maybe been taught and told other things, and we really want people to get to a place where, you know, they're on, they're on the right track and... They're able to use God. They're able to kind of forgive themselves from past mistakes. And they're able to just move forward in a really strong self-love place. Then we're here right now. Wise Choices Works. And I'm bringing in a special guest that I am so excited about. Kiri Oprahrunner is going to be coming in for the middle part. You do not want to leave. Stay tuned because he is going to have so much to offer you guys. He's been very pivotal in my transition from 20-some years of nursing leadership into becoming an author, a coach, and a speaker. If there are people out there, and I know there are, that have hopes and dreams and desires to try something new or to just kind of improve the place that they're at, they know there's something better, they, they know they can go deeper and get a little more out of life, that's what I want for you. So let's get into this Wise Choices Works just a little bit more. All right, so the title chapter is called What could you gain or what could you lose? And this section is the gift. Remember how my book is always broken into these parts and we're in the part that's called Wise Choices Works, but the section we're in is the gift. We have a process where the first chapter of every section is what is the problem? So what's the problem when we're making 
poor choices. Um, sometimes we've had failed dreams. We've had been in unfulfilling work. We maybe have relationships that are unhealthy and we want them to move forward. They've maybe treated, uh, people have treated us poorly. Maybe we've been in poor health. All of these things can affect the choices that we make. So what is the problem? We did that two weeks ago. Then the next thing that we do is we look at what the word tells us. And that was last week. Remember, we brought in Dan and Joanne Miller. They were awesome. And they helped us really look at the word. But let's think about this. The word keeps us away from all those problems we just talked about. Guilt and shame. That's what a lot of people struggle with. It's wiped away when we really adopt ourselves with God and we welcome in Christ. We don't have to be hung up and living on those past failures and things that bad things that we've done. We're sinful. We're human. We're all doing this. The next thing is like feeling unworthy. Listen, you're a child of God. We have those Bible verses. There's so many in John that says, you are adopted by me. You are a craft. You were made by the craftsmen of all craftsmen. You are capable of doing whatever you want. We need to get our mind on track with it. And there's so many verses that tell you how to do that. One, Philippians 4a, program yourself. We know so much now about neuroplasticity. Carrie has an awesome book, um, Elixir Project, and it's talking about the way your mind thinks. We need to know that this is biblical. God's been saying from the beginning of time, whatever is true and noble and right and praiseworthy and excellent, think about those things. Okay, so then what about if you feel like, I don't know what to do next. I have the dreams, I have the belief, but I'm not sure where to go next. Well, I say you look to God. He knows where you're supposed to go. Literally, he's got a map. He's up here looking down on everything. He knows exactly where you're supposed to turn next. He knows where you are gonna. He knows if you're going to ask him. Remember, we talked about ask, seek, knock. That's Matthew 7, 7. Go look it up. It's awesome because when you ask, that's prayer. So start praying for the things you want. It's not selfish. Pray for the things you want. The next thing then is seek. So get to the word. That's what you're doing. You simply being on podcasts like this, podcasts like Carrie's, podcasts like Dan and Joanne. I mean, these are all people giving you things that we know are true and right that are going to help you. Ask, seek, get to the Bible, get to church, wise counsel, okay? And then the last thing is knock. Think about that. Remember how we talked about the knock is the physical thing you have to do? You can't just pray and then hope and think on it and read the Bible and then just shut the Bible and wait. You have to actually physically knock. You have to go out there and do some things, step into it with blind faith and start working it. Okay, and then... Again, do I feel capable enough to do this? Listen, I'm at a training today. This is awesome. I have work now that I can do anywhere. I'm sitting in Nashville in a hotel. But what I want to point out is I am at training for speaking. All right. So I, I've been doing training my whole life. And it's easy and fun. And I'm pretty good at it. Not arrogant, but good at it. But that's different than speaking from the heart and relaying a message. If I have a to-do list on how to, you know, interview somebody, all my work has been healthcare, how to do some infection control practice, easy peasy, steps, do this. 
but to to speak from the heart and, oh, that's something I want to get better at. So you step into it and you knock and you physically do some of these things. All right. So now we're, we've got you up to speed. We're now in the, we've, we've talked about the problem. We've talked about the word tells us. Now we're in what the gift is. So if we start following what these Bible verses are that we've talked about, what Dan and um, the last speakers have been telling us, then what are some of our benefits? Well, this is really huge. I think it's important that we kind of get to this place where we know that we're going to have positive effects either way. If we live in the world, we're going to have good effects. I mean, we know this. There's so many people that really are not practicing a faith. They haven't stepped into it. I spent a lot of my life just trying to be a really good person, right? Well, we get cause and effect from that. I love that. I want that for you. But I also want you to have the power of the Almighty with you. And that's your gift. So we can go out about this world on our own. We can do that. And we're going to get a lot from it. But we can go out on this world alone and have God with us. We touched on this before, but we can also have the wisdom that the Holy Spirit's literally whispering in our ears as we're making decisions. We can have, we have God, we have the Bible. It's like a syllabus. If you went to school, it would be all the answers in the textbook, right? And then you have Jesus. So every time we're failing and making mistakes, we don't need to live in that and get hung up on that and think on that over and over and over again. We can be in these great places where Literally, you know, our lives are set up for success. So I talk about in the book this twofold kind of place, this twofold wisdom. One is understanding first that you either love the world or you love the Lord. There's no in between. This is harsh. I feel like this is an attitude adjustment, but it's biblical. And it says it over and over again. I'm going to give you a couple verses and I am actually going to have to read these. And who do I have to put on my readers? All right. So it says, the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is in the image of God. And that's for 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. Like, it's hard. We're either with or against. And when we're with we have stages, maybe sure, we're full in, we're baby touching our toe in, and it's all good. It's a process, right? We're all in different places. But when you hear a message, when you're in, and you hear a message, and it's, it doesn't even have to be these beautiful God words with all the thighs and stuff. But if you hear someone speak it, and very, no, Carrie does this a lot, because his audience is very secular and faith-based. And he, he speaks with such respect to both. But you can say something in very, very world talk, but it's a message that's truth and it's piercing and you can hear it and you know, and it spurs you into action. That's a believer. And that's what I want for you. And you have that. It's a gift. It's clarity. And it grows. The more you're around it, the more you understand it, the more help you'll get, the more messages you'll understand. And it literally changes your life. Listen to this verse. In John 2.16, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, 
Love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world. So lust, flesh, flesh, uh, lust of the eyes and pride. These things come from the world. You know, the father of the world versus the father, our father of everything, the almighty. You know, just kind of understanding that when we're making these choices, we really need to be thinking, okay, what am I loving? Like, just take a little self-evaluation and think back at, like, is this a thing of the world that I'm loving? Right now, I'm ready to just kind of take off in my business. And Carrie, he spoke with me a couple different times because sometimes people can hold themselves back from a new level because it's almost like this, do I need this money? You know, is it about money? I don't know. Do I, you know, but I understand that it's about the service that I'm going to be able to provide. It's the people that I'm going to be able to connect with. This broader reach and growth is something we need to be mindful of. You have dreams. You have hopes. And if they seem too good to be true, God is too good to be true. He's, but he is. He's just that good. And that's what I want for you. Think about your motive behind it. That was last week's lesson. We had those four things that we look at when we make decisions for our lives. But really, this breaks it down and gets it simple and true. This twofold, this is the first fold is, you know, what is it that you're hoping for? What is this decision going to get you? Is it something that's of the world? Or is it something of the heart? Is it because I'm going to serve and connect more people? Or is it because I really just want money? You know what I mean? What is your change about? Okay, the second of the twofold is just thinking, how do I wisely step into this, right? How do I do this? So I want you to not put yourself in the world. How do you not put yourself in the world, around the pack, um, around the wolves, so to speak? But think to yourself, there's four things I want you to always kind of question yourself. Um, the first one is, where am I weak? All right. If there's a pack of wolves around you, literally ready to, to get you, you don't want to be out there weak. You want to be out there strong. So what makes you weak? Um, I have so many people. I, I don't know if it's my area or what that will ask about drinking. And I think this is a great example of this for people. But if if you can't handle a drink, then don't drink. Don't make yourself weak. Um, and, and if you can handle a glass of wine and that's fine and that's what you want to do, that's fine. Well, same thing. If you are around the next one, I think down. Yeah. So, so where are you weak? The next one is what causes you stress? The next one is where are you likely to behave well or to behave worse? So that's who are the people you're around? Essential. Be thinking about this. This is going to make a difference in the, the choices you make and how wise they are or not. Who are the people that you're around? Chet is somebody that Carrie hangs around with a lot, um, helps him with workouts and things like that. I know that he could hang out with people that don't push him and his workouts wouldn't be near as hard. Same with me. I can hang out with people that, you know, maybe even gossip or something. And then that's going to maybe spur onto me and just bring maybe someone negative. What causes you stress? We need to look at that real quick. You know, a lot of people will talk about, oh, I I'm, I'm feel um, overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed. Let's look at why. Let's look at why. And maybe you just need processes. Maybe you need to 
organize something. You know, if you could hire someone to quick help you with a particular process, that could wipe out all of your overwhelm to get you going and doing these great things. The last one is why does it help us um, to be around people that we know will inspire us? Well, it does. We need to get around the Bible. We need to get around people. And I know that this is going to take us straight in to our next segment because I know Carrie gets gets me motivated. This is what we want for you. Get to the word and we are wrapping up on to break. See you next time on Living Within the Sweet Spot. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks. Gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Becoming an authentic, fearless, fabulous speaker will get you noticed as an expert and an influencer. Be sure to join Abigail Rebecca for Present Your Power. Our program features entrepreneurs, experts, and speakers who will inspire and show you how to tap into your power, own your authentic voice, and speak your truth on stage, in video presentations, and everyday business life. Everyone has a fierce and fabulous speaker inside. It's time to own your authentic voice. Listen live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. 
Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki with Fulfill Your Legacy. I am so happy that you are back with us on Living Within the Sweet Spot. We are getting to the favorite time for me, and that's when we bring in our guests. And today I'm bringing in Carrie Oberbrunner, and he is a good friend of mine. He is a mentor, a colleague, a boss. He literally is so many things to a lot of people, but you wear a lot of hats and you do it well. Can you share with us, Carrie, a little bit about you and your two sure. companies? Sure. Yeah. I wear a lot of hats for a bald guy, right? Um, but no, it's, yeah. great to be here. it's great to be here. And my passion is to ignite souls. So I grew up in the church. My dad was a pastor. My mom was the uh leader of a Christian adoption agency. And, you know, I just thank my childhood a lot. I mean, it was a great foundation. And yet I grew up kind of thinking that you need to perform. And that was my own issues, my own relationship with God. But I really believe that, you know, his love was earned by performance rather than granted by position in Christ. And so as a result, I went through a lot of different struggles growing up. I mean, I struggled with depression, stuttering, even got into self-injury during my early years from age 10 to about 23, and even as a pastor. So it's interesting, Nikki, that, that I'm here with you today because now God's kind of moved me into the business world a little bit more, and I love entrepreneurship. I love helping people, but mainly... My goal is to help people become souls on fire because St. Irenaeus said that the glory of God is man or woman fully alive. And I love what Ferdinand Foch said, the most powerful weapon on earth is the human soul on fire. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I see a whole bunch of souls on fire in our tribe. And so I know there's some, I'm not looking at the screen now, but I know there's a bunch of thumbs up because oh. they, they, they are souls on fire. Okay, so if you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with people the biggest decision that I made when I started sure. working with you was really writing my book. Okay. Now it leads into because you're not just a publishing company and when it's over, boom, you're done. Okay. Bye. No, it's actually all the rest that I didn't know was going to happen, but this is why you make wise choices. This is why you think to yourself, is this person go back two lessons ago, you guys, is this person equally yoked? Okay. Mm. That's not just your husband. That's your business where you work. Does it have the same beliefs? Because I, I, it's hard to work for a place that is out of line with your beliefs. You know, is this benefit going to serve God or is it just going to serve ourselves? Okay, so now this book is turning into a lot of coaching money. It's turning mm-hmm. into um, a bigger platform. Sure. And I'm able to read more. And I'm going to turn around and put that money back in the church and I put it back into my business and I reach more and it's just this cycle. So tell us a little bit about the decisions, maybe one or two decisions that were pivotal in your yeah. life. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of people may be watching today, when we are stuck, the only thing we can see is ourselves. So let me say that again. When you feel stuck in life, it's because you're looking at your own situation, your own circumstances, yourself. And there was a period, Nikki, where I believe that I had – really done all I could within the church and within that role as a pastor. And I believe that God was leading me outside the church to reach the world. And as a result, I was very scared 
because you can imagine married to, uh, you know, my, my wife, Kelly, three kids, mortgage. I mean, you name it, you know, three kids under six or whatever. I mean, you, you, what you do is you begin to live by fear and fear is what will I lose and what should I protect? Okay. And that's where a lot of people are today right now. A lot of people are saying, I know I'm supposed to take action, but I'm fearful and I need to conserve, protect, and be afraid. And what is their mm-hmm. focus themselves? What God had to do for me, Nikki, is he had to move my vision from self-centered to other-centered. Right now, there's people watching that literally, if you take action in the areas God wants you to take in your life, you will free up nations. You will free yeah. up other people who are stuck. And you think right now it's just you and God and your choice, but really your choice is going to leverage this breakthrough revival in other people's lives. And I didn't have the vision to see that back then, Nikki. And so what, what God had to do is he, he had to kind of like, just like Jacob, just like anybody in scripture, he's got to kind of give you this vision that's larger than yourself. And once you capture that vision, you realize that, you know what? Unless God moves in my life, I will fail. And I love, I love that. Henry Blackaby actually said that, the author of Experiencing God. He said, what are you doing right now in your life that unless God steps in, you will fail? And I'll tell you what, Nikki, there was an area, there's a series, a uh, period of my life where the answer was nothing. I didn't need God. And I think that in suburban America, a lot of times, if we're honest, that's exactly where a lot of people are at, where oh. God doesn't need to show up because you, you have things so set in order, you're comfortable. And so I, I felt this nudge to say, leave the church in, in terms of your role, leave your safe job, leave the place where you, you know, got a bachelor's, master's and doctorate degree, your title your benefits, your health insurance, and go join me in an adventure called Igniting Souls. And you know, seven years later, you look back and say, oh my gosh, the influence, the impact, and the income has, you know, more than 10 x But back then, with the little babies around and the wife and, you know, very nervous, very scared. Yeah, I absolutely love that. We didn't, I didn't get into that. I ran out of time in the last segment, but this whole idea of fear and who do you fear? You know, do you fear God or do you fear Satan? Do we even think through it that way? Because all God is not doubt. God is not limitless. He's not limited. All these things that we have in our mind about moving forward in our hopes and dreams are not from God. When it's, Oh gosh, I fear where he's going to take me and I'm not prepared. Is he going to put me on a stage where I now have to speak? This is true. In a matter of months <laughs> to hundreds of people. Okay, that makes me scared. But what are you going to do? Step into it. And like you said, be uncomfortable for a little bit and, and start working it. Okay, I have another question. Sure. Okay, are you ready? Okay. All right. So, so if it, when you look at your tribe, that's us. And I know they're all on there listening. So when you look at your tribe, what is the thing that you could, if you could change, if you could inspire them, if you could um, have them change one thing, what would it be? I, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It comes to mind right away. In fact, 
after we're done, I'm going to do a special live teaching just because this one person asked. And the reality is, is imperfect action. I would want people to take imperfect action. So many times in life, we believe that we should not go forward unless we have a guarantee that we will not fail. I mean, you talk to people. You're a coach. I'm a coach. I talk to people all the time who say fear of failure is holding me back. Now, I just was at the pool yesterday with my kids. There's a diving board. My eight-year-old daughter for days said, I, I, I want to go, but I don't. You know, it's this whole thing. Brother and sister are going off the diving board, 10 and 12. She's looking at it and she kind of walks by and then she walks away, walks by, walks away. Daddy, what do you think? Should I go? And it's this whole thing where she has this desire. The word desire means to give birth to. And there's people right now who are watching this saying, I long to give birth to something. They have that desire. But then they also say, but what if I drown? <laughs> you know, it's 12 feet yeah. deep. What if I drown? What if, what if I, you know, can't swim? This type of thing. I said, Addison, I'm your dad. I'm right there. I'm standing watching you. I'm two feet from you. I will jump in and save you. I honestly think, and I wasn't planning to say this, but I honestly think that that's what God is saying to us right now. We are walking by this diving board and we're saying, oh, it looks so fun. They're having so, so much fun. It looks amazing. They're doing these twists. They're jumping. And then God's saying, but I'm your daddy. I am standing. I could reach out. I created the water. And you're worried that it's going to drown you. And I think sometimes we'll, we'll reach the end of our life for some people and we'll look back and say, what was I afraid of? What was I afraid of? Thankfully, Nikki, this isn't a pat on the back, but thankfully, God busted me up enough that at age 35, I retired, not in a way that I was financially independent, but in a way that I said, you know what, I'm going to stop living by fear, and I'm going to join God on the adventure of life. And I've been an entrepreneur, and the word entrepreneur means one who bears risk. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Fear of risk. And you look in scripture. I don't know anyone who's not an entrepreneur in scripture. In other words, <laughs> Moses, awesome. Ruth, I mean, you, Esther, you name it. Everyone is a bearer of risk in scripture. But why do we not do that in our own lives? Yeah. Okay. So I know our time is running down. That was so good. Um, make sure you save that line about your helper ready to jump in the water for yeah, you. Yeah, um, for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now, so now I want people to know how they can connect with you. So we, we definitely talked about Author Academy Elite, but we sure. didn't explain really what it is. I want you to, but I also want you to touch on Elixir Project because it has a lot to do with your thoughts and sure, your focus. Sure. And I think that's huge. Okay. Yeah. I'll just spit out a bunch of stuff. So basically yeah. we have a, we have a once a year event, igniting souls conference. You need to check it out right now. We just have a few tickets left igniting souls conference. It's in Columbus, Ohio. It will blow your mind. Okay. Secondly, I do believe in the power of books. Books are not business cards. Business cards don't change lives. Books do. We do something very unique. Here's Nikki's book. But we do something very unique where we teach people how to take their book and turn it into a business. 
So now you're increasing your influence, your impact, your income. You're not just printing something. So many publishers and authors today are all about just printing a book. We take a book and turn it into a movement, a ministry, a business that reaches the nations. And we have a 52 mini mission process that is step by step by step that makes that happen. And you know, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of authors from all over the world. So people can watch it. It's a free training. There's no click to buy anything at the end, but I'm sure Nikki, you'll share that link. Um, The other thing, oh, if people want a free copy of my book, Elixir Project, yes, this is a fiction book that talks about how our brains get hacked in a fictional world. Well, guess what? Our dreams are getting hacked every day, today, in real life. And so this book talks about how do you become unhackable in work and life. There's a free link where people can get it. They just have to cover shipping and handling. We'll mail it to them. It's just elixir, E-L-I-X-I-R dot carryoberbrunner.com, I think. I hope so. I'll check. (laughs) But anyway, what else do you got, Nikki? How can I help? That's good. That's good. Well, I know somebody's going to put that post up. And and yes. Overrunner. Overrunner. Yeah. And I I put already, you guys, on the feed from yesterday, I'll go ahead and put it right on today's my um, AAE link because I want people to be able to get to that. So so go find that. I tried to do it while we're on break. I'll do it in a sec. But okay, I have I have another thought here. So um, so we have, I think, two minutes. If there was one challenge, I love to leave a little challenge for the people listening. We talked about the tribe. Yeah. But really, the people listening, I, I coach people in Launch Your Legacy, and it's not just authors with yeah. new passion. It's whatever they want to do, yeah. and it's got to be faith-based. What's your challenge? You have two minutes that you want to yeah. give the audience listening. Here's my challenge. My challenge is that most people, 99% of the population, does not know what they want. If a genie popped up right now and said, I'll grant wishes to you, most people would be very unoriginal and say, give me endless money. Money does not solve anything. Money does not solve the ache, the angst that you have in your heart, okay? So money just, money just uh, it doesn't ruin people, it reveals people. Well, guess what? Most people don't know what they want inside. Most people aren't ready to be revealed. And so what I would do is I would challenge people to get in nature, turn off their distractions, get a piece of paper, and literally say, what do I want? And then spend some time journaling what they want because until they know what they want, it's kind of like the person who says, let's go on a trip. Well, where are we going? I don't know. So you don't know if a right turn is good, a left turn is good, Florida, Oregon. You don't know. Most people are on that road of life where they do not know where they want to go. And as a result, their life feels very meaningless. That's really, really good. I love that. Yeah. Do a little self-evaluating. Dare to dream. It might make you a little fearful. We've been talking about that, but is it fear of a hope and a dream God set in you? Or is it fear of I might fail? I'm too old. How many of our people in our tribe are above age 40? Oh, we have 80s. (laughs) We have a lot of people in their 80s, 70s, 60s. Look, And we have people all the way that are down into millennials and teens. So there is no excuse and uh, it is time to take action, but get that piece of paper and write, what do I want and do some time with God. 
Yeah, sounds good. All right, everyone, stay tuned because when we come back, Carrie's staying with us, just like the other guests have been. We've got some call-ins and some emails we want to get to. We will talk to you in a few minutes on living life within the sweet spot. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. Author, coach, and speaker, Nikki Klegel, developed a proven process for navigating through this life with joy, success, and energy by partnering with God every step of the way. Nikki offers guidance for life purpose, positive self-esteem, successful goal setting, success after setbacks. Gaining forgiveness, freedom, and accepting abundance are attainable. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com. Many of us define our lives by what has already happened. It's a past tense series of events. Do you long for something else? You don't have to live solely in this reality. Tune in for To Win Within with host Strom Thomason. Strom and his guests are here to introduce you to your true self. It's time to emerge from your box and take a beautiful journey of self-love and discovery. You'll find yourself exactly where you need to be. To Win Within airs live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Do you sometimes feel that you are powerless and control over your own life? We all face challenges in our lives that we can overcome. Just ask Chantel, the host of Chantel Inspires. She has overcome so many challenges in her life and has successfully emerged as the victor rather than the victim. Speaking from personal experience and also from the experiences of her guests, she is here to help you turn the downs into ups and be your best self. Tune in Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiKlegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Hello, everyone. You are back with Living Life Within the Sweet Spot, and you have Nikki Klegel here with Fulfill Your Legacy and also Carrie Oberbrenner, my guest. All right, let's go ahead. I'm so excited that you wanted to stay here and help with these because I get all these calls and emails in. Today, we're doing just emails because we have this um, pre-recorded thing, but I sure. picked out a four, 40-some emails, and I picked two out that I know you're going to love. Awesome. So. Sheila is the first person. So Sheila is saying that I've been listening to um, your show and she knows she's not in the right line of work. 
She has a dream job in her mind. She wonders how long she can balance both if she dares to do it. So the reason why I picked this was just we, we see this a lot. You know, mm-hmm. people that do they yeah. do they never start because right. they know they can't give up the one dream sure. for the next one, or do they balance them both? And what your thoughts are? I'm going to quick highlight a couple things, and then I know you've got some input too. Yeah. But Sheila, I definitely want you to think about what we talked about earlier. Like, are you falling prey mm-hmm. to um, bad bad consequences? So. If you're staying in this place and it literally is making you ill, it's, it's not aligned with your values, all these things, you know it's time to get out. And then you think to yourself, why am I staying? Am I staying just for security and money? Because could you potentially live off way less? Um, you know, I, I earned good money at my last job. And ask Carrie, my, mom, my book came out December 9. Or something like that. And in January 1 was my first day without my job. And so sometimes in my husband, I'm sure he's like, what? You're giving up this money? But we managed and now it's not a worry anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, but think about, you know, just where, what you can really balance in your life in terms of financially. Because that might be your decision making factor. And then last, think about um, the, the goal, like what's the goal and is it worth it and make it worth it, make it worth it. Okay. Your turn. Go. (laughs) Well, you know, you know, this, you know, I've lived this. So, you know, I wrote the book day job to dream job, not because, Ooh, I wanted to write a book, but because I had to walk this path. I mean, I get it. You know, I was the main breadwinner, if you will. And I knew that God was creating a dream in my heart, but I wasn't going to be, and trust me, my wife's not the type of wife to be like, oh, honey, you just quit your job. You just, I believe in you. You do it. No, no, no. She's like, hey, that's nice, but what's going to happen next month? You know? <laughs> so, and yeah. I about Kelly, she's the truth teller. So here, here's the point. You need to do a side hustle. If you cannot do your side hustle and wake up on time, and do the work and make calls and create leads and whatever your job is that you want to do. If you cannot do that as a side hustle, you're going to bomb when it comes to your, your dream job. I'm just going to be honest with you guys because I see this all the time that says, oh, I'll just go in and tell my boss, you know, give him a, you know, tell him what I really think of him and then go and sit on the beach and create my dream job. Listen, you will be, I hate to say this, uh, you're going to be fat and lazy it, 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 personality-wise. I'm not talking about health-wise. I'm not talking about health-wise. I'm talking about you need to build muscle. Nikki built muscle. Nikki built muscle while she was doing a side hustle and at her day job. I, dad of three, waking up in the middle of the night, feeding the kids. I mean, I get it, okay? So I totally get this. Sleep. Nikki, sleep was what went a little bit for me. And also, didn't hang out with the guys, didn't go deer hunting, didn't go cycling. In other words, what I did is I showed up at my day job, tried to have the best attitude I could, even though it was hard. Don't get me wrong, it was hard. But the beautiful thing, Nikki, was in those quiet moments of the middle of the morning and night, um, what I did is I, I did the side hustle. The amount of people who've shifted to side hustle from 2013 to 2017, these five years, is crazy, 
Okay. It went from, mm-hmm. I believe, 6 million Americans to 44 million Americans. And you can look yeah. well. So people are realizing like it can be done, a side hustle, build the muscle, a side hustle, build the muscle. And as you build the muscle, it will be, it, it, it's almost like this launch, Nikki, where it feels very far away now. But as she does the side hustle, what's going to happen is she's going to start earning income. And then she's actually going to be losing money to stay at her day mm-hmm. job. Yeah, that's awesome and so true. And I want to point out something that Carrie's been saying that I just am a firm believer in. You guys who've been with me are, are getting this. When you are in your sweet spot, you have energy Oh, yeah. That is coming from somewhere you never knew existed. Yeah. And and that's what we want for you. Like, I don't know how I was already in a job that was 50 hours a week, tired. And and then I added writing a book and building coaching programs. I had energy that could not stop me. What are you getting? What are you grabbing at? Okay. No joke. This is a hammer. I'm not even kidding. This is the hammer from the Shawshank tree, the literal tree, the Shawshank Redemption movie. Why do I share this? Because it was very significant. Okay, I wrote the book in Shawshank Prison. What I'm trying to say is Andy Dufresne in the movie, Tim Robbins, he didn't just leave the prison overnight. You know that what he did was every single night while everyone was sleeping, he dug a little bit, he dug a little bit, he dug a little bit, and then he broke through. That's the story that I'm trying to tell today to Sheila mm-hmm. is, Sheila, get clear on what your dream job is. Grab the book, you know. If you don't have money, click look inside on Amazon and read the first 20 pages for free. I don't care. But what I'm saying is get clear about your dream job. And then literally like Tim Robbins, Andy Dufresne, start using your hammer. And then one yeah. day, God is going to open up that time. And you will bust yeah. through. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll okay. close with this, uh, that, that question. You know I say this all the time. When you prepare for the moment, the moment is prepared for you. Sheila is in yeah. a preparation stage right now. She needs to prepare. I get it. I, I so agonize for her. I'd love to bust her out right now. But you know a butterfly. If you break the cocoon early, the butterfly dies because it didn't stretch its wings to get strong to break out of the cocoon. God doesn't want to bust you out yet. He wants you to struggle a little bit because you're going to have discipline in there and and strength. That's really good. I really like that. And Sheila, message me because if you want that book, I will buy it for you. Okay. All right. So now let's move on to the next one. So Mary, Mary is the next question. Very good, Carrie. I wish I could have you with me on all the questions. Okay. So, so here we go. So Mary, she says, I'm retired and bored. Yes. So, okay. Just wait. She says, I have wanted to step out and make a difference. I even have some ideas and I did your sweet spot experiment. So I, I gave a free tool a while ago. I did your experiment and it really excited me to try something new. I've got an idea. But to be honest, I'm afraid I'm too old. And why should I get my hopes up? Should I even? Is it selfish? Listen, Diana. You, you can just go. You oh just go. Oh, no, no. You go. You, do you want to go? No, no. No, no. I, no. I picked this out for you. Listen. 
I just worked out with a guy who kicked my butt this morning and he's 63 and I'm 41 and he does laps around me. His name is Doug. Diana Nyad swam 110 miles, even though she failed at 17 and then in her 20s. It wasn't until she, I believe, 64 that she swam 110 miles with sharks. Age is a state of mind. If this woman believes she's too old, she's too old. I know people who don't even, Pat Ganeau, Pat Ganeau published her book at 83. She's just starting. So yeah, if you think you're too old, you're, you're too old, you absolutely are. If you think you're too young, you're, you're absolutely too young. I don't believe that age is anything but a state of mind. And I will tell, what was her first name again? Mary. 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 I would tell Mary that she, I don't know if she's a grandmother or a mom or anything, but I will tell Mary that she will be a better grandmother, a better mom when she is fully alive. You being bored, can I be so bold as to say this? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling bold today, um, Nikki. But <laughs> you are being a bad example as a grandmother or mom when your kids or grandkids or nephews or nieces look at you and say, she's bored. Okay. Well, you know, Carl Jung, Swiss psychologist, said that the most damaging thing in the life of a child, after all of his research, he determined that it was the unlived life of the parent, the parent who is not fully alive. Life is too short to be bored. And I get it. I was bored because I wasn't being stretched. You're not being stretched. And trust me, when you're on, when you're on a roller coaster, are you bored, Nikki? Last time I checked, anybody yeah. on a roller coaster, are they no. bored? No edge of adrenaline because they don't know if they're going to survive the next moment. (laughs) So, so Mary needs to get out of the bench of life. Get, and I love her sincerity. Thank you, Mary. I'm just being a little fired up today because I care about you guys. (laughs) I care about you. Yeah, that is the truth. When you are speaking like this, like I know who you are, but I'm going to say everyone listening, because there are literally thousands and millions of people listening. This guy speaks from the heart and it is because he cares deeply for every soul. Yeah. And okay. So we have a little bit of time left. I see our our timer's not up. So I want you to talk a bit about 10xing. Sure. Um, I, I don't know if, if you want to call it that, but you know what I mean? Because Mary, I think, needs to have a little hope. I mean, I agree with you completely when you say the grandkids, if they look at grandma, who's a ball on fire, who oh, has yeah. dreams and hope, oh my but gosh. all of us, all of us, me included, a lot yeah. of people in our tribe hold ourselves back and t- talk to us a little bit about dreaming big. Yeah. Listen. If, if your dream's not scaring you, you're, it, it, it's way too small. Like, so Nikki, the reality is that I was telling myself a line 60 days ago, you know, well, Carrie, you should do a daily show. And I'm like, daily show? People are going to think I'm, you know, bald and a girl's name and annoying and blah, blah, blah. What, who's the focus right there? Who's the focus? Me. Me. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that a lot of times we go back and hide. There's a lot of people today who are hiding. Let's be honest. Let me be so bold to say that Gideon, Gideon in the scripture, Gideon was hiding. He was sick of getting beat down by the Midianites. 
So what was he doing? He was threshing out the wheat in this enclosed area underground, which, you know, this tower, which you, and, and what does God do? God shows up and says, hey, valiant warrior. In other yeah. words, God didn't address him for how he was, his condition. He addressed him for who he was, his position. Mary, Sheila, Nikki, myself, we have been called to greatness. God did not get done making you and say, well, gee, I hope this person has a great time binging on Netflix for the next 10 years. Okay. <laughs> Listen, you, you are wasting God's air. You are wasting God's food. If you just are a consumer, I tell people often, look, there's consumers, creative creators, and cynics. You decide, are you going to be a consumer, a cynic, or a creator? And I believe, oh, yeah. or a critic, I believe that God has called us to co-create. It says that we're created in his image to co-create. So there are books that need to be written by you. There are businesses that need to be started. There's a neighbor down the street who's dying, wondering if she can make it today. And your smile, your relationship building, when you, when you get nothing in return. Isn't it funny, Nikki, that the people that I think can't affect me at all, they, they can't help out my position. You, I know you're like this too. When you give to people who can't give anything in return, those are the surprises. You know what yeah. I'm yeah. So I just, I want to challenge people like, look, um, don't be like Carl Jung's research where most people today are living a life of surviving instead of thriving. Most people are saying, don't bug me, kids, nieces, nephews, grandkids. Let me veg so I can go at it again tomorrow. Veg is short for vegetable most people are living vegetables. Their brain waves are dead. They're not alive. And the fact that someone feels pain today, Nikki, I know we're almost done, but the, the fact that someone, I might have agitated them a little bit today. I'm actually grateful because people did that for me. Truth tellers got in my face and said, look, you're not this nice dude who's got it all safe and secure. God wants you to dust off yourself and, be, and join him for an adventure. And so, Nikki, I just want to challenge people today that at the end of your life, do you want to live a life that it was said, well done, that good and faithful servant? Or do you want to say, I'm just really glad I survived. <laughs> you know, I'm really glad yeah. I arrived in the casket safely. It's your choice yeah. today, every single day. Yeah. That is so bold to sit there and reflect that way, but it's true. And it doesn't have to be scary. If you try to do these things all on your own, it is. But yeah, you don't but have you to do it alone. Listen, There's we'll hook people. you up. Nikki's amazing. Nikki's a we great We would girl. love. Yeah. And this is not about, this really isn't about us trying to get you with us, although we'll take everyone we can because we know it works. But the thing is, I want you guys to think about wise choices. That's what we're doing this week. Please put your mind back into the place of what just dis- what decisions are weighing heavy on your heart. How awesome. do I not know to move forward and really get to some truth? Be self-aware, really get to some truth and find help. And we're more than happy to be that for you. But we are wrapping up now. Please tune in next week on Living Life Within the Sweet Spot. And thank you, Carrie, for being with us. Thanks, Nikki. 
Thank you for tuning in to Living Within the Sweet Spot. Please join your host, Nikki Klegel, next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.